0: Welcome to another episode of Fat Easy Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy, joined by Vance in front of the ranger, Todd Young on speakerphone, and uh, this podcast brought to you by Fat Easy Muskie Products, com, Fat Easy Muskie Products on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we make swim baits, paddle tail swim baits, which seem to be, I, I don't want to use the word copied, but uh, two major companies, Chaos Tackle and Muskie Innovations, have both released a paddle tail swim bait this year mm. have you seen that i have been seeing them pop up yeah. more often no, yeah they've you know. they've come out with with uh their own version but yeah really I'm not,
1: really you, i mean you could tell i mean that that paddle tail is really prominent in the bait yeah they're great they put off a great vibration yep man. but well, we had a great
2: year on those baits this year
0: that's, that's a right bad, yeah. the, the fat az's
2: yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I, I, yeah. We did. We had a great season with them.
0: Yes, yeah. we did. Yeah. I'm not saying that we were the originators, but I'm saying that uh, the musky industry. I, I think what was it, Todd? I think you remember you saying something. Was it Tony Grant or Greg saying that the paddle tails are going to be big? And this was like five or six years ago, and it's mm-hmm. it's finally coming around. You know, I know yeah. for a long time there's been other companies out there making them, but it's it's just kind of neat that the paddle tails. Starting to become uh, more of a staple out Mm -hmm. there than musky fishing. But we have our own version. Check it out. And uh, the Raptor Jerkbait, the Stinger Gliders, and uh, we have the Rod Holders. Very popular. A lot of people are setting their boats up, changing their setups. We offer uh, the track mounts that fit all popular track and rail mounts. So if you have a set of rails, you may not want to take off due to resale or you just like the look. Uh, We have an option for you there. We also have Project X. You can probably Google search it. It'd be much better than the way I describe it over a uh, radio type audio only show. But um, once you go track, you never go back. Is that is that is that what all the cool kids are saying? Oh yeah,
1: (laughs) it's everywhere. I can't stop hearing it. Hashtag. (laughs) No.
0: So uh, check out Fatty Z Muskie, and uh, it's also the podcast.
1: That paddle tail was the first bait you made.
0: It was. I have a picture of the first fish I caught too. It was not a giant, but I was happy that I caught it.
1: I love that paddle tail, giving it rips. I'm a straight retrieve kind of guy. You feeling it, feeling it the whole way. You know, feel that vibration going on. It works. Yeah, I, I like the nothing against
0: the big long curly tails. There's a lot of bait with no hook with those, so mm-hmm. that's uh
1: yeah, that's true.
0: But you know, to each their own. The Bulldogs won the PMTT Invitational. Indeed. And I they got first and third, I think. Indeed. If, so check them out. Get in touch with us if you're interested. Have any questions? Todd, you want to hit up Muddy Creek?
2: Yep. Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, Todd, at mcfishingguides.com. That's our address. Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, get a hold of us. We're still, we're still going to be doing some fishing here through November. Not a whole bunch of dates left, but uh still try to get you in. And then shortly after this season concludes, we're going to start booking for myself and Vance starting in June. It's always a good bite. Beginning of the season, there. That first month is always, there's one thing we have consistent. uh, You know, we're consistently on those fish then. That's for sure. And uh, got a lot of people. I got a lot of notes here. I got a lot of days already booked. So if you're looking for an early season trip, give us a call.
0: Now, Now, Todd, are you going to be booking some PA trips early?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll be doing some stuff in PA, uh, you know, some of our local lakes, whether guys want to go to some lakes that they're, you know, familiar with, climate Tuning, you know, we do climate Tuning, we do some stuff. I'm really looking forward to fishing out some more. Uh, you know, there's a small lake we have up here with a lot of pike in there, a lot of pike action, but a uh, beautiful lake to fish. And we'll uh, be doing some of that in April and May. we got some really nice muskies there last year, too. And we see some really nice fish when we're when we're casting so i I think there's some potential there. It's known as a tough lake it is a tough lake, but uh, it can be cracked
1: nice yeah and uh Bohan Paul Fisteria, uh he does a Three-inch bait, the crime boss. He does that shad bait that probably would have got him on the map there. Uh, the four-and-a-half shad bait. He does a seven, a ten. 12-inch boss minnow. Does some jointed stuff. He also has a smaller boss minnow. He has a smaller boss I minnow. I think it's like eight. Yeah, I didn't see that one.
0: Pretty much, you know, the, the, the bait that I know the most is the boss Shad, which yeah, is the company's made after, yeah, what's named it, after.
1: That, that that four inch one. I use it all the time. It's always in my spread when I'm trolling. Um, you can catch them at Team Rhino Outdoors, Thorn Brothers. Uh, what's that big one? The North. There, well, there's uh, Musky Tackle Online. Musky Tackle
0: Online. Um, there's a few other bait shops scattered around that may or may not. Mark's have
1: Bait and Tackle, or I think that's what it is. All directly related off of his website. You can you can. Uh, which I believe is uh, Bosshead.net. Correct. Um, but get in touch with them, use them. Great, great sponsor of the show. Been using them for years. Great trolling and Mm-hmm. Got a lot I've of... Some,
2: I've had some great days on those baits, and, uh, you know, there's we got a little sneak peek of a photo of some of the ones we're going to be getting, which are only going to be available through...
0: Fatty Z Musky
2: Products. Ah, Products. We're going to have them at, 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 uh, at the shows we're going to be attending this, this winter. And uh, really cool color. They look great. And uh, we'll definitely be getting some fish on those.
0: Oh, yeah. Maybe even I will. Absolutely. You might
2: if you go fish it.
0: That's right. That's why I said maybe. Yep. And uh, St. Croix
3: also Rod.
2: brought to you by St. Croix Rods. Best on Earth. Use them every day. All day. For now. <laughs>
0: For now. For <laughs> snowing. Yeah. Pretty soon it's going to be snowing. We're going to be talking about this stuff. but
2: uh, And then Zach Baker, Baker Bates. Always keep one of those in the Sprint. You know, no matter what we're using. Any more out here. I you know At least I have a... I've been keeping a boss out there. I've been keeping one of those at multiple one of the bakers out in the spread. I had a guy fishing with me the other day, you know, we are talking big bait, it's fall. I, I was running
3: some bigger stuff and I put little Goldie uh Goldie Baker
2: on a uh, on a planer board and he's like, which one do you think is gonna hit? And we're looking at all this cool looking stuff out there. I said, I picked that one. And sure enough <laughs>
3: Did you guess Fall
2: time? it? Fall time is supposed to be the time for the big ones. Uh, and they're supposed to be grabbing big baits, but, you know, I had some big 9 and 10 inches off and all kinds of stuff like that. And yeah, we got a really nice fish, and it took the little morsel, the little baker shad, Goldie, planer board.
1: We touched base on that one podcast with Paul about... And it you brought up your, your fire tiger. Mm-hmm. Um, some of those baits like the fire tiger and that boss shad, just there's something about them that it's the magic wood. Get hit. Yes. I don't know if it's the magic <laughs> wood. It's that fire tiger that you run in that boss shad and then that dang Goldie Baker. Goldie Baker, they you are, know. Are we had
2: a, I had a rough day again today. Uh
0: You lost it.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. Not, not that rough. But, you know, we've had some rough days. We had some rough weather. We had some stuff like that. Our, our water temps just dropped about 12 degrees in the last three or four days. And that's I, incredible okay news. I love that. Yeah, it's horrible. Okay. That's the Damn. most disgusting thing that can happen in all <laughs> fishing. <laughs> I know. Uh, and I, it gets proven time and time again out here. Just, <laughs> all those you know,
0: fish just, just come man. jumping in my boat. That's, time yeah. and time, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're in like they're in like this feeding mode. frenzy that just won't
2: yeah. stop.
1: Yeah, <laughs> completely opposite. Go ahead, Todd. I'm, yeah. I'm done.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did get hooked up today. One one hit. We trolled all day. I, I had a group of three guys, and you know, casting wasn't really something we could do with these guys. So uh, one hit. And it hit the Goldie Baker.
3: Did you
0: net it?
2: No, we did not net it. It was a good fish. We had it on it for a while. We got it in. It was off the planter board. and uh, We did not land it.
1: So. Oh. Oh.
2: But the Goldie Baker got, our, got us our bite.
0: Did you go, huh, when it got yeah. off?
2: Yeah, I did more than that because I knew with the water temps and the way things plummeted, I figured that's probably our
3: shot for the day. Uh, uh. We're not dragging suckers. We're not doing
2: stuff like that. I was, tro- you know, I just trolled the day. Uh, it's just not good when this happens.
1: <laughs> uh.
2: Just not good.
1: I but, agree. They'll,
2: but don't get accustomed to it.
1: Andy's completely opposite. So you get well.
0: We're we're fishing two different two different different things here. Totally
2: different. Yeah. yeah.
0: But yeah, Todd Todd sent a massive text out. Yeah. Fifty five degrees. It's terrible. <laughs> awful. I don't even remember it all. And I'm just smiling because we we know what it was.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, for all I know, I might have missed my fifty five degree mark. You always talk about fifty five. That is. You always talk about fifty five. Fifty five double nickels.
2: And, and it's the honest to gosh truth. When I see that temperature, I'm like, okay, it's winding it down here. My fishing come to kind of a big halt. <laughs> it's hilarious, but
0: it's the truth. I just, I, I. That seems to be when they're the most active for me now. But you know, let, let, let's let's back up. It wasn't that long ago. It was 80 degrees daytime temperatures. Yeah. I don't think we cracked anything over mid 40s today. I mean, it was a sudden. It was a sudden, put the brakes on. Mm-hmm. And and that does screw with stuff. There was no... Yeah, yeah
2: that's, that, that's the big thing. Well, when I, I left here a couple... Well, probably less than a week ago, I went home for a few days. I was still at 65, 64s. I come up here and I'm getting 52s and 55s. Wow. I mean, we got some fish in the last couple of days. We got, we got a few fish each day. Uh even though it was extremely windy. and We dug them out. Most of them were casting. Uh, the raptors came alive, which was nice to see.
0: Are you breaking in any, any new baits? You've lost two two of the four war horses.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, we're breaking into new ones. Yeah, a couple, a couple new walleyes. We're working on a couple walleyes to get them looking like that other way. They're not quite going to look like that. Those, those other ones. Those other ones were a couple of the new. Actually, there's you know like some of the first runs. They didn't have the big epoxy coating. It's the same as that that Baker I have. I mean, I have that Baker that's caught well over a hundred fish. Well, I, I keep saying hundred fish. I've been saying it for two years, and I've been using it the last couple of years, and we just caught one on it again the other day. We catch one at all time, but uh, is that? That epoxy coating that we're putting on and other people putting on, fish aren't just cracking through that all that quick. <laughs> no, it, it takes. Not like... getting chewed up like this. You know, they're not getting chewed up like some of our other baits.
1: Yeah, I have one walleye raptor left. I'm not gonna hand it off. I don't think anymore. It's too precious, mm-hmm. priceless to me. My precious. My precious. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. can't. I can't lose it. If anybody loses it, it's gonna. It's got to be me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I got a couple I, of baits like
1: that. I have some I, mu- I, mud puppies that are all banged up too, but that walleye's the nicest. It's the nicest. Yeah, it's, it's, it's got the most. In order
0: to make mine look like yours, I got to sit here with a nail yeah. and just be scraping it for hours.
1: <laughs> you got a nice belt sander over there. Yeah, but you guys will know. <laughs> You'll know the difference. So. Uh,
2: yeah, check all, check all these guys out, these guys that are sponsoring
0: us. Boss Shed, uh, Baker.
2: The Boss Shed, but you can't go wrong with this stuff. And, uh, you guys make some great baits.
0: I I can't reiterate this enough. One that you you can walk by and say okay, they're both crankbaits. I only need one. But really they they are unique in their own right. They are. And and you know, if a crankbait was a crankbait, there wouldn't be all these other manufacturers out there that you know, that they're, they're special and they're they're handmade by by down down to earth folks mm-hmm. and uh, they're supporting us. We've been supporting them for years. So, uh, you know.
2: I've had days out here where we've got every fish, which is, you know, getting close to double digits on one or the other. And the other ones weren't getting hit that day. So that's why you need to have a few of each.
0: That's right. It's, uh, so if you're in the market for good trolling baits, please look up Baker Baits and Boss Shads. So with that... We got a whole bunch to talk about in this podcast. We do. A lot of topics. A lot of topics. Todd, do you want to hit on the first one with uh, with Mitch, something you found out?
1: Or you, you Yeah, we thought,
2: uh, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll wind this up. We've talked about Mitch on and off. A lot of people won't even they might have dropped the podcast yeah, cuz Mitch is now gone.
0: Mm. Subscribers did yeah. go down. I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm getting calls from yeah. investors <laughs> yeah, and they yeah. want to know what happened in the third quarter. But
2: you, They're upset I, with Todd. I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I listened to the podcast the other day. I was cutting. I thought I was doing the final cut on my grass, but I think I'll have to do it one more time. But and I had some I had the earbuds in. I listened to the podcast. I don't like listen. But it is kind of neat. It kind of refreshes what we talked about. And we, we touched on it in the podcast uh, about. The day Mitch went down, I was like, wow, that's, yeah, 9-9, nine, because nine, some of the people sent us some photos, and it said 9, nine 2015 on it. 9
0: 9 15.
2: 9 9 15, Mitch. And I said, wow, that's, that's really close to the day that it went down. I never thought of it for a little bit. But something brought to my attention... And uh, I know the fellow that uh, had it on when that happened, and I went back, looked through the my uh, calendar there, and sure sure enough, he went in the water the day that happened it was nine nine sixteen twenty sixteen. It's unbelievable. So he had one year. He lived to the day. Hundred lived... percent sure.
0: That's unbelievable. And one thing I didn't tell Vance was I actually, with an ink pen, wrote on his hand, he's looking the other way, a date, and uh, we're going to see what happens in a year.
1: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> that's horrible. You have the touch of death. Hey, it was a year off. I mean. Unbelievable. But, I mean, that's kind
2: of... I mean it is kind of it's kind of it's really weird
1: that that, to be honest. that is that was a special date
2: it was special he was a show off he was a, he you know, was Mitch, Mitch Mitch sort of grabbed the spotlight you know
0: more people ask to see Mitch at the shows than to
3: say <laughs> hi yeah, to me yeah
1: <laughs> 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 it's true yeah hey,
2: thank you guys about Mitch <laughs>
1: There's a, there's a guy that painted it yeah yeah whatever
0: yeah get get out of my way let me see him yeah. <laughs> but uh but if, if you guys want to see a picture of Mitch <laughs> yeah. you can grab the latest actually the November issue I don't know when you guys will be since this is internet you can listen to it in 10 years from now um, November 2016 issue of fur fish game Todd this I don't want to steal your thumb you want to talk about it
2: yeah, I mean, I I haven't even seen it. I still haven't seen it yet, but uh, I was informed by some people that uh, came on a trip with me the other day, and they were like, wow, that, that was really cool. We're getting ready to go on this trip. We're reading Fur Fish and Game, and there you were, and there was the article. And I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, last year when I did a, a trip with the writer, Vic Artur, Artur, Arturo or Arturo Tardo, something like that, uh, Vic did a uh, and he said he wrote for some different magazines and stuff And he said I got a lot of stuff I can write about here we had a really good day and uh, so he did, a, he did a little fall issue for us and it's worked out great I've actually got quite a few calls got people coming in from out of state to come do trips next year because of it but uh, yeah I guess there's
0: a I haven't seen it I guess there's a picture of mitch there is i i I believe i I took a picture of the of the picture and sent it Mm -hmm. to you in advance there is two walleyes and two mud puppies sitting on your dash
2: okay so we're down to two of the four
0: yeah i I did that look to the left look to the right not all of you will return home in a year yeah 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 yeah
2: yeah yeah and uh but the mud puppy is still flying, and that's one. That's the one I caught my great big one on there a couple of years ago. For me, a big one. Uh, 44 no, I, that, pounds. That's that, 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 that we're getting handed off. Yeah, you, I caught one on it two days ago. I got it out. I was like, "Yes, that's it out." Caught one about the third time around a figure eight. Saw the fish open his mouth, and I was like, "Oh, there was one." It was so windy; the fish was like under the boat. We were drifting about one point five miles an hour. Figure eight about three or four times, and uh I was like, oh, there he is. Mm-hmm. And I took it off. It was time to just get, he just needed a little, he just needed a little action.
0: Yeah. Now, I, I'm going to kind of change gears real quick. Last year, the last trip I had up into New York, I caught that, I believe it was the last fish I caught, was colder water figure eight with a raptor. Mm-hmm. I can't seem to get a fish to go in warm water on a figure eight. I don't know if that happens to you all that much. Up time. there,
1: anywhere. Up there, they they they're kind of skittish, you know. Those figure yeah. the body of water, we're fishing that. they, I, I they just, don't I, they don't hit much of that figure eight, you know. That's why that raptor was so sick with that pause. You know, they were just taking it. The pause. Right I think we're, we're catching going a lot
2: away. of those. And I think we're catching a lot of those figure eight fish before we get them into the figure eight. That's what I'm trying to do: get them to hit. On that pause, mm-hmm. and we are catching a lot of them like that.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was
2: just—we we have got some nice. I've had quite a few figure eight fish here in the last couple days. Put it that way.
0: <laughs> I, I, I just didn't know if you noticed anything different yeah, with the water cooling. I
2: definitely do. It. Yep, definitely do. Okay, definitely do. But we—we—I had a client get one the other day on, on the figure eight. He was just blindly figure eight and it. As soon as it hit, I said, did you see that fish?
3: He said, nope. <laughs> so that's, uh, I never saw him. He just hit on the figure eight, so.
0: Yeah, I, I will say this, going back to the fish I caught last year, which would have been like almost a year ago. Yeah. I, I, it was one of the first, like, true-blown, picture-perfect figure eights. And when that fish hit, it was so much fun to drive those hooks home
1: because mm-hmm.
0: you yeah. saw it and you could just time it and it was
1: really cool, short line. Did you put it across his face or did you go with him?
0: I cut it back behind him. Yeah. But I also, as soon as I set the hook,
1: I free spooled it. Oh, you did?
0: Yeah. I, I don't want to lose a fish. Oh, well, right. Yeah. So I, I didn't even like do the hard thrashing and stuff, but it was just fun to mm-hmm. set the hook. Yeah. And I, cause I don't do that much anymore. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's something different. I mean, but you, you read all the time in, in the, in the magazines and stuff about figure eights and, you know, X a percentage of their fish are caught doing that. And it's just such a rarity. I, I have so many fish I've caught bank side, mm-hmm. not really figure eighting, but they'll yeah. come up and eat at my toes yeah. and you set the hook and stuff. But to actually have it execute textbook style was, was really mm-hmm. a lot of fun because yeah. I, To me, it, it has to be like, in, in order to say figure eight, I've caught some on L's, but I'm like, well, I didn't even do an eight yet.
1: Mm-hmm. You, know, you can the, see it,
0: give it a nice full turn. I need, I need the full eight or infinity, depending on which way you're looking at mm-hmm. it. But anyways, we're off, we're off subject. We are. So Fur Fish game, you can see Mitch. He
1: died on his birthday. One year later. So. Amazing. Neat stories, crazy it's, what happened. But... Mitch
0: has just been this crazy. He he lived the party life. He was a rock star. He died young. <laughs> he was.
2: He died young. I mean, I have faith that are 25 years old still catching them. Mm-hmm. Mitch came on with a band. I mean, he came on like a madman, and uh...
0: he did. It's it, you can only last yeah. so long before you get burned out. Did you get yep. one
3: on Mitch,
2: Andy?
0: I lost one. You lost one. I lost one. It was that time we were in the river. And Todd had that hit, and we came back later. I put uh-huh. Mitch on, and not in the exact same spot, but very close. Pull, pull, very hit. Close. and it happened. he was well-traveled. He was a rock star up in Nipissing.
1: Canada. Yeah. Hilarious.
0: Which kind of brings us up to you got back from Canada.
1: Yeah. I, uh... Snuck away to Canada for a couple of days. Uh me and Todd were planning on doing that tournament in Minnesota so I had some time off and uh didn't end up happening. Didn't end up happening. We missed it by a couple couple people and uh couple inches on fish. Uh just enter one more tournament. <laughs> you could have paid your way in. Yeah. We could've paid our way in, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I went up to Canada, uh, same place. Same place as this summer. As this summer, yeah. it's almost like two months later, uh, from the dates in, in summer. And, uh, just drove up and just was up for 40 hours. I think I did the math. I was up for 40 straight hours and in those hours I got three hours of sleep total. Before I uh, towed the boat all the way up there and launched it, and then fished the day. Well, let, let's break this down because I know what you're talking about.
0: You worked your extremely long shift. Mm-hmm. You went home, hooked up the boat, and then drove nine eight, hours nine hours into Canada, mm-hmm. and then you went to bed. It, uh, no, and then I and then I launched the boat. Okay, so you drove all night. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you worked an extremely long shift at work. Mm -hmm. Went home, loaded up, drove nine hours. And by the time you got up there, the sun was coming up. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, we're here.
1: Let's go fishing. Drove right to the launch. and And just threw the boat in the water. Put the boat in the water. Walked it out. You know, it the way i have to launch that boat if anybody didn't listen to that other podcast is there there it's not a real launch you you're you're launching off of a gravel road uh down some slight rock and then to the waterline and uh you know you probably wouldn't have to do too much crazy stuff if you know you trusted the person in the boat you could just you know bump Um, the boat off and and uh you know they could putz it around or you know do something maybe with the trolling motor or whatever so I pull up and I launch the boat and I put on chest waders and unfortunately the wind was blowing right into this area I was launching so there was about like one foot waves uh Helping you out, you know. Just working against me. Um, do you think the uh, lack of sleep helped? Mm. Always. Okay. Always. I was feeling good. You know, it that it that when you're up, that you, you t- kind of get like a second and a third and a fourth wind, and then you know you're finally there to do what you've been waiting to do. So I was I was kind I was amped to go. You know, I kind of I kind of forgot that I didn't sleep at all. Did you? Drink a Mountain Dew before you. I had coffee. You had coffee. Okay. I had coffee, and um, you know, so I, I put the chest waders on. I I pull that boat off. It's really back heavy uh, with that motor hanging off the back of that tiller, and uh, as soon as I get off, I just do not have the best control over it uh, as I, as I would as I would like. And you know, I'm up to you know my chest and. In water, and I'm trying to swing the boat around. And the wind's working against me. The thing was like basically spinning. It was when I got it off the trailer, it started to to angle back. You know, like my transom was coming into the shore.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And at that, you, you want that to be the opposite way. You want your bow to be coming into the shore so you could walk it up. You know, you don't want to. Mm. Risk hitting any part of that lower unit, or you know that stuff banging off rocks. I'd you got rather, your rather transducers have the, back there. Yeah, I'd rather have the keel. Uh, you know, hitting and, and plus it, that that digs into some of the the rock and, and the gravel that and it hurts the
0: resale value of the
1: vessel. It does, yes, sure. Uh, but it's fishing, so. I've, after I'm done monkeying around with that, I eventually get the boat into shore and I walk it back out and I had my, my father with me and, uh, I was at one point I was, I, I had, a, I, had to, I had to sit there. Water was crashing into me and it got into my waders, uh, as I'm sitting with this boat because I'm trying to think, how am I going to, okay, I'm, I'm out here. I'm going to push it out. But you know, the wind's blowing so hard, as soon as I like cross fit my way and like front flip into this boat, it's gonna spin immediately. Mm-hmm. So I went through, I went to deploy the trolling motor, and I showed him how to do that. I was talking about how to, how to do that while I'm hanging off the side of the boat and water's coming into my waders and stuff. Um, and he deploys it, and my idea was to hit anchor. Okay. And it would hold me in that position. With your eye pilot, yep. So, I do all that stuff. I'm reaching around for my, my key fob. I, I hit anchor. But when I hit anchor, uh, it turns the system on. And the foot pedal that was laying in the bow, I guess he had bumped it. Okay. And he spun. This The, the, the little speed wheel? Yeah, the speed wheel all the way to 10 power. Okay, so... uh, So I turn the thing on, and it immediately starts taking off. Okay. Like, just 10-power, boom. 30, 112-pound thrust tarova. Tarova just starts taking off into the shallows, you know. I'm trying... uh, You fought your way out there.
3: uh,
1: It's real shallow, and there's random boulders all over the place, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, big basketball size boulders, you know. That thing, if that hits that... It's not like your Tarova that that thing has like nine lives. Hey, it's a warhorse. Yeah, so I immediately kill it, and the boat spun back around, real insane. And I'm like drenched in water at this point. It, it's it's terrible. Well, water in your waders helps you <laughs> in the water. Yeah, it was. It helps reduce the weight. <laughs> I was buoyant, and. At this point, I finally get the, the boat back around. Um, and I say, I'm going to walk it out. I'm going to have you turn the key on the motor so you can play with the trim. Trim it all the way down. And then when I say go, fire the motor and hit it in reverse. And I'm going to jump in and take over. Okay. And that, that worked out. <laughs> um, but I was pretty wet. And it was, it was a rough day fishing. I had some change of clothes. I changed... Uh, into it and put on my, my uh, rain suit and, and whatnot and kind of stayed warm. We we got rained on the first half of that fishing trip. And, I mean, it was cold and windy. It was really, really, really miserable uh, The uh, <clears> fishing. It's not fun doing it when you're drenched. No, and, and the other thing that sucks is some of the best rain gear out there <laughs> is chest waders. But your waders are soaked oh, from... Soaked, yeah in my, the cotton, my cotton clothes that I was wearing was soaked. I had to change. It was a mess. Um, but we got out there and we fished and on, uh, little sleep and some stressful driving, you know, towing all that stuff. That stuff puts a, you know, a toll on you. And, um, we got out and fished and I kind of, you know, I've never fished a lake in the fall and you know it's different it's completely different from summer fishing and and fall fishing you see it on every lake it kind of changes you know you got to adapt to it Um, but I never fished it in the fall so I uh, naturally I I, I just tried the same pattern you know at first I went out there and just did what I did in the summer uh, for that first day and it was big cranks fast Mm -hmm. I had two X's running. I was using big crank baits. I was using my Wileys, well Andy's Wileys and one of my Wileys at the at the at the moment. Um, Andy was gracious enough to give me some baits, uh, loan, loan some baits uh, to get. I have got them back yet. I have not brought them back. I I forgot. No, you the, don't need them. Yeah. Andy, what do you need them for? <laughs> hey, I own them. <laughs> <laughs> They're in their right place. Um, I have holes in my <laughs> my my tackle box there. In your color chart, I know that's driving you nuts. And my apologies for that, but we went out and uh, you know miserable raining. Item going on the X. I was using the same foot of line on on the cranks that I was using in the summer, and you know we had. We had what you would say is an okay day in musky fishing. Uh, you know that first day, just doing what I was doing, I was, I was, I noticed when I was hitting my marks that, uh, you know, I could, A lot of my marks were weed edges and stuff, so I got to fish a lot more of the lake because in those marks, those weeds were gone. You know, it, they they were dead, so I had a lot more lake to. Uh, to map out and uh, and work with, and we ended up on that first day uh, going four for four
3: trolling. <laughs> so we
1: had four fish, and by the end of that day, I was ready to you know be done and get some sleep finally, and start that start that fresh that second day, you know. And and then I had to get the boat back on the trailer in those in that same wind. It stayed the same the entire day, just crazy wind could you feel the exhaustion Mm -hmm. yeah as soon as i got as soon as i like pulled the boat out and strapped it down i was like okay we have to immediately go to bed i'm exhausted cold wet i want to go to bed right now you know and we so we 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 went back to the motel checked in i passed out i i got some good sleep and we went after the second day and you know my mind really wasn't working. I didn't like really, wasn't thinking, you know, like of, I I was going to go out there and do the same thing, just do the same thing, do the same thing, do the same thing. And and then I, you know, once my mind clicked in, I was like, you know, nothing was really happening that second day. Every day we went out, though, we caught one right off the bat. We went out that second day, uh, had a fish hit on the Project X with the twelve inch Wiley. hmm And uh it was a thirty-eight and a half. And this was like in you know, five, ten minutes of being on the water. I'm like, okay, cool. So uh, you know, I started doing the same thing and repeating it and nothing was really happening. You know, you know, the the day was, was going by, um the weather was completely different. It was cold. The water temperatures was like forty nine, fifty. oh my gosh I can't believe you caught Mm -hmm. Mhm. I can't believe they weren't jumping (laughs) in the boat and um, I I started working some of the deeper areas and I noticed that uh, the bait was just non-existent it was just sucked to the bottom okay very 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 deep so I tried to go a little bit deeper with uh, the cranks I ended up burying them as deep as I could go, letting out line, so much line that, you know, the, the bait was at its maximum capacity of getting a depth. And, you know, with those baits that I was using, I think that, you know, the max depth I could probably get in is in the water column from like anywhere from 10 to 15 foot. Mm-hmm. Um, and we ended up picking another one up and we got two fish the second day. And I was kind of disappointed. I was just like, "Dang, this is crazy." I gotta, I gotta try something. On, you know, we were fishing a half day on the third day, and then leaving so we could get home at a decent hour. Um, and we were talking. I was just like, you know, this is. I was like, they'll they'll start like banging on this half day, you know, and we'll be sorry we left or something like that. Yeah, but it's usually what happens. Stuff that makes you want to come back and and whatnot. Sure enough, we get out on the third day. It's much of the same weather, but, you know, it's manageable to to launch the boat uh, because the wind had changed directions, and it was kind of in my favor for launching the boat at that point. So we get out uh, at daybreak, and we fished like six hours. Um, And I started off the same again. I did the same thing again, and the same results happened again, and the same size fish was caught again. Um, was it the same fish? mm Nah. It would have been neat. It would have been cool. Different area, different markings on it, and yeah, within five, ten minutes, we, we had a, a fish in the boat, um, the same amount of line on the same bait. Okay, so you did three days, caught a fish...
0: Every day of those three days, within the first ten minutes, yeah, same bait every same day. Yeah. Hmm. Todd, would you call that a pattern?
2: Yeah, it's a good way to start the day.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, because so it's a pattern, yeah, and it, and it yeah. you know, it's hard to change up there for a couple reasons. One, you put a fish in the boat, you know, not much of size, mm-hmm. not much what you're after uh in a in a quick trip when you're driving that long you know and not sleeping and you know uh so it's it's tough to change another reason it's 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 tough to start working other stuff i mean you know i'm dealing with two rods yeah and one bait each uh, on each of those rods so it's tough to like experiment much but throughout the day i was like all right i'm gonna work this deeper stuff but I don't think I'm in the zone, you know. I don't think I'm in that strike zone of, of where I am going to be getting a fish. So I ended up uh, experimenting with some of the baits that I have on my boat. And I pulled out some perch baits to get down a little deeper. Big old legends. Legends, yes. Yes. And the bait was, was starting to rise a little bit more, and, you know, I was, I was confident with the depths that I could get, uh, with those baits, I've used them before, um, and, hmm, I chucked those out, you know, it's the final countdown. you know, you just kind of want to go out with a bang, and, um, sure enough, we, we were trolling, I kept one high, I had something running deep, um, And the rod started taking off. My dad reeled in the fish, caught a fish deep. Trolled around some more. Um, Caught another one deep. So I pulled the other rod and I, this is, I ended up catching another one, but I pulled the other rod and I was going to go both deep. We had like, you know, two hours left, three hours left, something like that. I, I tried to grab, I didn't want to put two of the same baits out, you know, you, I had a jointed perch bait. I was using that, that, that was the one that was getting hit. Um, and then I put out a straight perch bait. Um, that one wasn't getting hit. And then I have this giant plow on my boat that I'm looking at. Like a mulbird plow? A legend plow.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I thought you were. You know, yeah. Digging your own
1: uh, <laughs> boat launch. And I, have never really used the plow. Okay,
0: big old legend plow. Yeah, they're gi-
1: they're giant baits. You know, there's two settings on the lips. There's a deep and a shallow setting. The lip is enormous. You know, uh, and I don't know how I. You know, I'm not. I don't know how deep these things run. I know they get a lot deeper than perch baits. Um, if I would have the same amount of line out. And the thing's just, you know, it's, it's like a game, game room bait. I've never used it. To sh- the hooks aren't sharpened, nothing like that. So you pull it out. Mm-hmm. I sharpen the hooks and bend the hooks and all that stuff. And I throw it out. I was like, let's try this, ruin that other rod. I put it on the rod. I check it in the water, you know, make sure it's running right, make sure it's running straight. And those things like disappear in seconds. As soon as I like thumbed that reel to check if it was running right, mm-hmm. it like disappeared. And that Canadian water is so pretty up there. When I you know, when you're it's like black. Mhm. It's so clear it's black. Yep. It's amazing. Um
0: Does, do you ever think that something might be down there looking up at you, but you can't see it? I
1: mean, yeah. Muskies. Yeah. Giant muskies. I was thinking like Nessie or Sasquatch or something. Oh, those are always... yeah. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Sasquatch. Every lake has a Nessie and a 70-inch muskie story. It's down there somewhere. But I put this plow on and it's running good and I just kind of guessed the foot of line I was going to put out and... And I was like, oh, maybe that's not deep enough. And I'm standing there back at my motor, you know, just guessing I'm going to walk this thing up to the rod holder and set it in there. I'm, so I i guess and I'm freaking pulling this thing up to the rod holder about another three feet. It's like it it pulls like crazy. You know, it, it, they're just really, really heavy baits. And as soon as I open up that down east to put the rod in, mm-hmm. a fish hits it while I'm holding the rod. So I, I I was check I was tuning the bait, make sure it was in, set out the line, walked up to the rod holder, boom. Fish on. Fish on. I was like there's a fish on here. This thing just hit. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'm reeling it in, it was uh, you know, you, it feels like it's huge. You're pulling in this giant. You're, you you got to overcome the resistance of the bait. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the, the bait's still wiggling. <laughs> yeah. I, and I was like, I, I, you know, and those those Canadian fish, they hit like a ton of bricks and they fight like no other fish. And, you know, a lot of people say muskies don't fight and stuff like that when you're using all these, uh, you know, big giant gear and stuff like that. But these ones give it a run for their money. I, you know, there's something about them uh, mm-hmm. that they just are crazy. I was like, this one might be a nice fish. It turned out not to be a really nice fish. You know, it was about a third of the size of the plow, you know, like, the, the plow is a third of the size of it, but, uh, you know, those little things are awesome, you know, you pull that plow out, my dad looks at it, he's like, would they hit something that big, I'm like, you yeah, just did. why not, you know, before I even tuned the bait or, or threw it out there, he was like, they're not going to hit that, and, you know, within, like, three minutes, there's a fish in the boat on it, you know, it was hilarious. So you caught your first plow fish. Uh, yeah, that was a bucket list. That thing caught a fish for me. I don't know when I'll ever use it again. Probably in Canada, but crazy baits, a lot of torque on those. I did not have the Project X running for that. Uh, part know, of that I mean, was because I was I buried the rods as well when I was when I was running those uh, giant pooling baits. Almost they almost like turned the boat for me. They're crazy. Um, but yeah, I ran, I ran those some more. I didn't get another hit on that plow. Um, caught an, a, a nice thick fish uh, on a Project X with one of those jointed perch baits. And that was the last fish of the day. And that was our fourth fish. Um, but after that fourth fish, uh, you know, my dad wanted to stay a little bit longer okay and so we stayed up another hour or so you know mm-hmm. and i uh we released the fish i put the rod in the rod holder we're, we're starting to get up going again about 10 minutes later i i circle back and go through that area again and he's standing by the the rod and he he just goes and touches it and to to dunk it in the water further, yeah, and the thing just starts ripping line, just peeling the best best sounding hit we had all trip. Mm-hmm. And he's just standing there, like okay, so he goes
0: up to the rod, just wants to dip it a little bit further, yeah,
1: as soon as he dips it he he dips it down about like six inches, and then the thing just starts screaming, and he's sitting there, he just froze he just froze, I'm like, there's a fish, there's a fish. Grab the... Grab it. He, well, he was in disbelief. He's like, that wasn't a fish. I'm like, that's a fish. I pick... Yeah, it's, it's screaming like crazy. I pick it up out of the rod holder. And it's pulling back, you know, and I hand it to him. And he starts reeling. And it's cranking. Pop, 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 the rod's bending over. And then I, I see it start to... Go back to normal rhythm. Go back to its normal bait uh, wiggle. wiggle. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what were you doing? I'm like you, he was like I he, uh, he was like that I didn't think it was a fish. I was like you dipped it, you changed the action of the lure. I had the X's running at that point. Mm-hmm. They 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 do well on those perch baits and uh he just froze. He couldn't he couldn't fathom that at that moment a fish hit after he dunked the rod or you know with that the, the tip ability of him. it, it was you know, it was like a good five seconds,
0: just looking at it.
1: Yeah. And then when I, when I looked at it, like it, it took like twenty foot of line, I just was screaming. And I was like, that was, that was the fish. That was the, probably the one we were looking looking for. You know, came up here for. These are the muskies you're looking for. Mm. And then so we trolled back through that area again, and you know, time was winding down. We had to get the boat on and all that stuff. We get another rip. Another. And he discredits that. He's like, that wasn't a fish. I'm like, okay, this trip has to end. This has you're, to end. You're spoiled. We're done. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious. But, you know, when you go up to Canada, you get... You know, it was a great trip. I got to fish with my father. We four fish, two fish, and then four fish. We, You know, I changed up. I fished for him a little bit differently. Um, and... You Get to do that even though it was two and a half days of fishing. Um, but you get those cool stories, uh, you know, about like the plow bucket list and that. You know, he says, I don't know if if they would hit something that big before I even have it in the rod holder, the rod goes off, hmm.
0: and then he takes strike one and two, yeah, and then <laughs> just standing he just there, just
1: standing there, frozen up. It's hilarious, but. Great place. I'm definitely going to go
0: back. Is that like your place now? Or are you going to go venture more when you go back up?
1: It all depends on how much time you have. You know, It's endless fishing up there. You could go anywhere. Um, but if I go back, yeah, I'm definitely going to spend a lot of time there. There's big fish in there. You know, Two months ago, we caught a 50 out of there.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Had some great days fishing there. A lot of fun fishing for them that way uh and they fight like crazy and do you think that your boat
0: and i know there's no way of knowing is the most serious fishing boat that's been on that lake
1: possibly yeah <laughs> i would say I, there's something I mean, fun there, about there's that. something that, yeah there's something fun about that because it's you know there's not a lot of big boats up there and you put that big thing in the well you have to launch it and stuff i mean it takes time you really gotta prep for it and say, yeah, I guess I got to take, you know, I can still do it pretty fast, you know, even when the, the, the weather, the way it was is probably the worst it gets up there launching wise. Mm -hmm. And I still was able to get it done. Um, but so much fun, you know, just it's, it's, it's relaxing too. This is just two rods. It's just. It's fun, you know it's it's my fishing time when I go up there. That's what's that's nice about it with the guiding and all that other stuff. You just kind of get to relax and fish with two poles, you know, or one if you're by yourself, and it's it's nice, man. And nobody was on the lake. his own lake, just me, my boat, and nobody nobody else touched the lake in those those three days. Probably a lot of development around the lake. You could have went to Pizza Hut or something <laughs> yeah. anytime you want. Yeah, there's that. There's nothing like that at all up there. Got to see some wildlife, it's not looking forward to looking at paying attention to that stuff on a musky trip. But you know, giant eagles, uh, like, all over the place, really, really close. One that like came down and you know, it was so close that you'd be like, yeah, that thing is stretched across my boat right Did now. Did
0: you ever slow the boat down and have those big baits just wiggling slowly on the surface when those eagles are looking No. They would take it.
1: <laughs> That's
0: what I was going for. I mean, for. no
1: way. We saw that. We saw uh, some coyotes. Coyotes? Yeah, it was crazy. In the, mi- in the middle of the day, Okay. I put the binocular on. I'm like, it's a freaking coyote. It's off in this like cow pasture. Hmm. It's you not... sure it was a coyote? Um And not a bigger canine. Yes. Okay. I'm positive it was not a dog. Well,
0: no, I was thinking more like a wolf.
1: But... Or a wolf, yeah. Mm. It was awesome. I love it up there. Go back and can't go back this year. It's it I'm I'm it sure probably it, has it's ice gonna, on it now. yeah, I'm sure it has ice on it now almost. It it just is crazy up there. Big water up there. There's just so much you can do. It's exciting stuff. Canada, I'll be going back next year for sure.
0: Great. So
1: that means, in how many hours fishing, how many
0: muskies you get out of there? Oh.
1: 28 in...
3: 32 I think
1: 40 hours of fishing. 28 fish in 40 hours? Yeah. That's
0: pretty good. Mm. Yeah. I mean you were rushed a little bit on both
1: day on both trips. So. Oh yeah. Uh, one day we I, I, you know in the summer we went like 9 for 14 or whatever. And we just called it. We were like, yeah, okay, let's go get some dinner you know. Mm hmm Great. It's good stuff up there.
0: Todd, didn't you have a really interesting fishing trip, too? Or I should say as well.
2: Yes, I did. The other day, we had some uh, guys we met at uh, the Ohio Muskie Show. I know, I'll just, I'll just say it because I know they're
3: not going to be listening to the podcast. So, we're (laughs) down in Ohio and a couple Amish guys come up start talking to
2: me about going to Chautauqua. They, they fish a lake in Ohio, and uh, they had a big net in their hand. They're like, we needed to get this net. That's why we came to this show. <laughs> and uh, they, uh, you know, you, you know, the first thing they start talking, and they said, you yeah, know, we've heard a bunch of going that come up there and fish. So instantly in my head, I'm like, okay, these guys want to keep muskies, and I... I gotta get out of this trip somehow. <laughs> I said, Yeah, you know, so we talk a little bit and you know
0: But you couldn't book Vance because he was in Canada.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so anyhow, so, you I mean now, now this is me talking to them back in Ohio last last winter at the Ohio show. And uh, you know, as it goes, you know, the conversation goes on a little bit. I said, Yeah, you know, we do all catch and release. These guys looked at me at the same time and said, we would never keep a muskie. Nice. I was like, oh, okay, that, really? And he's like, yeah, it, it's catch and release, man. We do this. We we just catch them. I just love them. We love them fishing. And uh, I would never keep a muskie. That's taboo. You don't keep muskies. And I was like, oh, cool. Go ahead, You know, give me a call, blah, blah, blah. You give them a card. I talked to 100 people at every show like that. If they all called, we'd be I'd need three other people guidance. But, you know, people just fade away and you don't hear from them. Well, I did get a call. Not too long ago about that. These guys want to call. You know, these guys call and they want to do a trip.
0: Now, they had to and borrow a phone, correct?
2: <laughs> yep. He was going to a friend's house to call me. And uh, I instantly knew they were. You know, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, we can do this. So, you know, I set up the trip. They're in. They're, they're into casting. They've never trolled. They said they do want to do some trolling because they want to see, you know, how we're doing it, what we're doing. They, these guys are going and renting boats because they're not allowed to have a boat. And, uh, you know, they're going to rent boats at a lake down there in Ohio, and they've had some unbelievable days. Got to talk to them a little bit on our trip about their fishing. And, you know, these guys know what's up. They read a lot of articles these same guys that told me about the fur fish game article, and I was like, "Oh, okay." You got to remember, they're not watching TV, they're not watching the computer, they're not watching the internet, so they're getting, ma- but they get magazines and they get them delivered to their house, and you know, they they read all this stuff. So they're coming, they want to cast, and they said, "We're going to bring our own casting poles if that's okay with you, because we use left handed." And I was like, "Oh yeah, that's cool." Who, I have no idea what they're bringing. So these guys start walking.
0: You were down. thinking like cane poles, or
2: I'm thinking I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> Seem to be into it. They just bought a big fancy frable net at the show. I'm thinking back to the conversation because I don't really run into that many Amish guys. I mean, these guys are wearing straw hats and blue jackets. You know, I mean, <laughs> completely my someone had to bring them they paid somebody to drive them up here to do the trip and uh but they're bringing around here so they start walking down they have the rod uh i don't even know what they're called rod condoms (laughs) okay (laughs) you know those little things that cover your rods you see people using them yeah uh you know the little sleeves sleeves what's it called sleeve a sleeve Rod sleeve. Sleeve. Okay, yeah, rod sleeve, rod whatever, okay. (laughs) So they have them on, and then we get in the boat and they hand me these rods, and I start taking them off, getting ready to go. These guys have, each of them have a right and a left-handed. So they they each have a tranx. Wow. Right-handed, obviously, because they don't make left-handed. And they had Lexa left-handed reels, or right-handed reels. paired with tournament series St. Croix
0: so they're they're rocking $1,800 in setups they're
2: rocking some serious setups yeah not what I would not what I expected you know (laughs) and uh took them on I said yeah you guys are you guys are ready to go you know I was like I always check people's leaders now because of things that have happened in the past I was like yeah you guys are cool you can just use your own stuff you know uh (laughs) We go out and just had, I I tell you what, I had an unbelievable day with these guys. They were muskie fanatics. They were just, uh, that's all they kept saying. I just can't get enough of these muskies. These these fish just, they drive us crazy. This is just like a passion, you know. Uh, This is all we think about. It It was just really neat to run into these guys, have them book the trip, see the equipment they showed up with. Now, they were bait fishermen. They said, we just threw spinners. You know, they went through a time where they just threw crankbaits. Now, they were throwing spinners, occasional bulldogs, even, you know, occasional soft plastic. But they had never thrown jerkbaits. So that's what they wanted to come. We wanted to learn how to use these jerkbaits. So, got them going on some raptors. Got hooked up right away. The one guy caught a really nice low, low 40-inch fish. You know, he brought it in, he was excited, I netted it, I looked, I was like, you don't, I knew knew he didn't want a picture because they don't take pictures. I was like, you don't want a picture, right? And he's like, no. He said, but, you know, if you want a picture, you can take one. I said, no, that's okay. Let's just uh, unhook them in the net real easily. I had to cut a hook, uh, you know, cut the hook, flip the net upside down, and we ended up having a great day. You know, we did a half-day casting, we went three for four casting and then uh, took them out on a troll to show them, you know, show them the setup and things like that. I relocated where I was fishing on the lake, and uh, we didn't get hooked up trolling. Hmm. It was an offer. But they were excited, they're looking forward to coming back next, next year and uh, doing it again. It would, you know, you just never know what you're going to run into in your are and that was a really—it uh, was a fun day, fun day. These guys, I had—I had a great day fishing with these guys. They had a great, you know, great personalities. We talked stuff, we talked things that you wouldn't expect. We talked politics. We talked, uh, <laughs> you know, some things. You know, they were just down to earth people. They were just muskie fanatics, and uh, gung ho about it. They catch a lot of fish
0: the uh the classic don't judge a book by its cover because no at least I'm sure it's not you know where where we're at is not the only place with you know some concentration of Amish but it it's like the first day of bass season that opens up around here the local lakes are filled with Amish people mm-hmm. and i you know i i can't I can't say one way or the other, but it's like Every fish they catch, they
2: keep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 you know they they said the same thing. Like, you know, a lot of our friends they keep
3: everything, and the one guy's like, I don't even like fish. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, I you know I can't stand eating fish.
2: We don't keep fish, but not in a million years were they going to keep these muskies? You know that that was uh, it was really neat. Yeah, because
0: you know the. I I don't have a obviously an experience like that. I know that last year we put a we, we had a new roof put on one of the uh, outbuildings at my dad's house, and we have a a farm pond next door, and the uh, we ha- hired an Amish man to help us put this steel roof on, and he asked, you know, do you mind if I bring the family over and fish the pond? And my my dad said he didn't care. He just he goes one day. That's it. And just don't try to catch the koi.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: That's the big thing is because there's koi yeah. in this pond. And these koi are 25 years old. Giants. They're giants. They're 40 pound koi. Maybe wow. not 40, but they're huge. Yeah. And uh, I remember like the, the, the Amish man came up to my dad. He said, thank you for letting me fish here. They, they they caught and kept like 68 fish or something. Really? <laughs> yeah, but it was just a mix of bluegills and bass and yeah. whatever. It, didn't hurt the pond you have at all. Did pike in there? No. Okay. no. This is the the little pond next to the house. Okay. And, uh...
1: But... <laughs> they
0: wiped you out. The, yeah, but at the same time, you know, you, you gotta have some harvest and we, yeah. we never... Any koi. No, the, the koi are all still in there. Yeah. Man, if they would have caught a koi, they would have been like, we're done. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I can see, you know, like what Todd was talking about with, you know, they... You would immediately have this
1: okay, yeah I mean
3: it's, they're it's, they're having this net so they can
1: bring home dinner, yeah uh, you it's what you hear all the time about uh Amish, they keep everything, I mean, we see Move them out the land, yeah we we see I see them out there doing it, you know, packed in onto a pontoon or you know a, a little tiller, and they're just renting a boat, yeah, getting uh getting their fix on on whatever so. It's easy to say, yeah. Uh, these guys, one probably don't want to f- fish for m- target muskies like we do. Uh, they're just on a meat hunt, and I guess when when you run into them like that, Todd, it's seen them not just bust out musky gear, but High top of the stuff. top of the line stuff, trance oh, yeah. and oh, legend tournaments, opinion. LTs, and. You know, because they like to fish left-handed. Well, we bought a Tranks, and we also bought this some left-handed Lexus. Lexus. <laughs> you know, yes, yeah, so they you could know.
2: switch up if they get tired because they're throwing the big cowgirls and they're throwing that big stuff. And uh, they love Raptors as they should. You know, they, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, wow, this is really cool. Now there was a little bit of a. One, the one guy was a little older than the other guy and he, he said you know I don't know I think 52 would be the number for me he
3: said if I got a 52 <laughs> if I would ever catch a 52 I'd think I would want to keep it mm-hmm. and then
2: the, the younger guy is probably more like my age he turns and looks and he said not if I'm in the boat with him oh, wow. <laughs> I, 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 I love like, it go ahead <laughs> yeah he, it, 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 you know, and I said, so so if you got a 52, what would you do? He said, well, on, on the lake we're fishing down there, I would probably take it and I would donate it, you know, so they could get mounted. Because he doesn't, he, he wouldn't probably put it in his own house, you know. You, so you, you still, walk in and there's this musky mount <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> yeah. I don't It has a, a lantern under it
3: to light it, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but these guys are hardcore.
2: They next year they're planning on coming for a two-day trip, and get somebody to drive them up here, drop them off, come back, pick them up, and they want to bring two of their buddies. So two two guys will go with Vance, two guys will go with the I and mean, we'll see what old man's up. Uh, they you know they need they need, the they way need a taxi so service.
1: Andy yeah. Andy will drive them. And we'll you Andy. Andy, Andy,
2: you can get involved, yeah. You yeah. can go pick them up.
1: Right.
0: I'm the chauffeur. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I mean it it's uh it it was a neat day. It uh, was a neat day. I oh, know, that was sounds a little nervous going into awesome. the day, you know, I didn't really know. Uh, yeah. I don't know if Andy, do you remember when we talked to this guy? down
0: at club? Vaguely. But you
2: know, vaguely, j- yeah. J- yeah,
0: it's one of those things that you don't like. When, when, when you see an Amish, you know, people in, in a show like that, you're like, that's out of the ordinary. But at the same yeah. time, you're not paying a whole lot of attention mm-hmm. at, at the
1: same time. But yeah, I, I do vaguely. Yeah. We saw them. They, they, they might have been in Pittsburgh or they might have been in Kentucky too, Todd. And they. I remember a group of them came up and they were looking at some of the pictures of, you know, the Chautauqua fish and their eyes were lighting up. Like giant Isaac. Mm-hmm. Whoa. <laughs> and then yeah, I was yeah, thinking, I was just like, yeah, they want to eat that thing. Yeah.
0: But the, I was like, yeah. no.
3: <laughs> you know,
0: I, I, yeah, yeah. I deal with, you know, just, just, just around here. We, uh, You know, I have, we have a lot of Amish, we have a lot of Mennonite. And I really enjoy working with the Mennonites, which, you know, they're not quite Amish, but they're not. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the thing is, is it's like, they are not as desensitized as we are yeah like we talked last podcast about that picture of Tony Grant mm-hmm. that he posted up that's just you know I, I love talking with with the Mennonites and their humor is so much more pure mm-hmm. than what what I don't want to I don't even know how to describe it but what I'm used to yeah and I'm just like this yep. is refreshing yeah that. Yep. Not all innocence is lost in the world. Yeah, <laughs> And, uh... So, it's just really cool when, when you hear a story like that. And, you know, you're probably going to develop a good friendship with these people. And, you know, it's not like you can It'll send them a laugh, text or something.
1: Yeah. Send them a text or show of a guy pooping off the back of a boat. <laughs> to get a good...
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's just... It's funny, you hear them... You, you, you hear them working and stuff like that. And, you know, there's generally not as many cuss words, but they just have neat little catch sayings. It's yeah. like, you know, rather than say, all right, go, I'll hear, you know, and this is just one of the things I grew up with was give her the beans. That was a thing we heard a lot when we worked around Amish when I was younger was yeah. give it the beans. Like <laughs> some people are like, well, they'll understand what it means, but you go to an inner city, they're like, what?
1: Yeah. You are like, well, this guy's not funny at all. Yeah. Right. It, well, it,
2: it it was great. It was like gosh darn it, I missed that fish. He <laughs> had one. Uh, the one guy was like, I just want to see one in this nice clear water come up, and I just want to see one grab this bait. I said, Well, you know, we'll keep going. There's a good chance we'll see that, you know. And uh, I was standing there playing around doing something with the trolling motor or whatever, and bam! I you know, here's a big guy in the back go, oh. You know, a big splash. And he's like, I saw it. Gosh darn it, I saw it come up and <laughs> he grabbed the bait and I didn't set the hook and I missed it and this, it startled me, you know. It was just, it was just a good day. <laughs>
0: they, they got their they got their wish.
2: Yeah, yeah, they got their fish. They are they were looking for fifty. They said, Do whatever we can do. We really want to catch a fifty and I was like, Well huh? we'll do what we can do. Good luck.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> you know. We're always shooting for 50, but uh, yeah, they really need, really, really need day. That's awesome. Lots of fun. Yeah. So you never know. Yeah. Went into the day very nervous and came out very, very uh, humbled and satisfied with a great day in the water.
0: <laughs> Good to hear a nice, refreshing story. Mhm. It's nice. Was there? Uh, we're we're at an hour twelve right now, thirteen. Was Was there something else we wanted to talk about? We talked about Mitch.
1: Canada um, trip. I didn't. I didn't bring those dang baits back. I I wish I could have shown you. I thought that's what you were doing. Was you're gonna like unveil them? Yeah. I. They're all banged. You know. Got some more teeth marks in them. Unfortunately, that Wiley sticker fell off that
3: one. I,
0: uh, I asked you to turn around and go back and get it. I
1: know. But you didn't do it. <laughs> They're all banged up. From Banging Fish Baby? Banging Fish Baby. I got your, your $9 bass all chewed up. There's that thing nice, was brand new. Yeah, it'll it never nice. touch the water. Looks nice. No. Oh.
0: Looks Looks nice. I don't know how you can say that. It was pristine. Like the epoxy, Todd. You know how like the the epoxy that Dale uses on the lip turns a little bit yellow. Yeah, mine was still clear when I gave it
1: to Vance, and it's a year old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they all were like that. Now they're the the ones that I was using. Man, if I continue to use them, hey, As i put a Wiley order in. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you have the pretty ones, and I'll take the ones that I got all marked up I feel hey those bad. were
0: special i had special lips put in those baits yeah
1: that's true that's true but yeah reminiscing about canada makes you want to go back i already want to go back
0: you got you got other things to worry about you got we got deer season coming up for you mm-hmm. you gotta start switching over shoot your gun some more
1: andy's going on his a big hunt
0: that's uh, that's coming up probably in the next podcast we do. I'll be talking about it.
1: It's exciting stuff.
0: I plan on dropping sixteen deer off at Todd's to process.
1: <laughs> I'm going to take some of that meat too.
0: I well, I first got to shoot one, but yeah. Yeah, where where I'm going, you get three doe tags and a buck, and I have four guys going. That's where I came up with 16. I wasn't planning on poaching (laughs) and just taking a whole trailer loaded deer home, Though it's legal, I would probably be stopped by every single law enforcement officer if I would bring a flatbed trailer down there and we throw 16 deer (laughs) on and ratchet strap them down
2: and drive back. Yeah. Yeah, my last day of fishing is probably going to be like the day you're coming back. So you got to, 16? You're going to have to come help a little bit.
0: No, I got to get home. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to be pulling pull in the driveway. Honey, it's over. I'm home but Andy just dropped off a whole trailer load of
0: deer so well what I would do is in front of the garage door that your that your boat goes I would I would just stack them up there like cordwood
1: I know one I know one lady in your house that would be excited about that at least my daughter would Yeah, be she very would excited. climb a mountain of be deer. A, a deer a deer bed she'd be laying in them yeah. Posing. She would be. Yeah, she I'd would be would like one.
3: Luke
0: Skywalker on Hoth.
1: <laughs> oh, jeez. She'd
0: be climbing in that cavity of that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Make it happen.
0: <sighs> good stuff. I'll be coming back, I think, on a Wednesday, so.
2: Oh, I'll be home for a day. I got a good day in between. Sharpen up
0: those knives.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'll just drop them off and say, send me a bill. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see how it goes. Don't catch your chickens.
1: Any big fish on a big bait in the fall for you, Todd, yet? No. Me neither. You know, I mean... None for me. The, per- the perch bait's a decent-sized bait, you know. I really mm-hmm. don't think that it stands the head and shoulders in size above the other stuff. I mean, we're certainly using a lot of those shads and stuff, but... I, would, I mean, I would, on the plow... I would call it I, you know, the an per- average bait. A yeah, perch the, bait, I'd call an average yeah, bait. Yeah, the, the plow, you know, I cut that fish on the plow, it was... Hmm?
2: Yeah, no, that's a big bait, yeah.
1: Giant bait. I'm going to try to get out fishing here sometime, and uh,
0: I can report back. Okay. Big fish, big bait. Do big it. Bait, big fish, <laughs> however you want to say it. Yeah. So. Good stuff. Starting to wind down.
1: Yeah. November. Will be. It for us.
0: Now, when are you putting your boat away?
1: It's the end of November.
0: The end of November. Yeah. You're waiting for me to get heat in my pole barn, aren't you? Mm-hmm. The new pole barn.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Todd too.
0: That's right. I'll train him. Especially
1: if, especially if you're bringing home sixteen deer, he's going to need some space in that garage. So yeah. He'll just Maybe. drop all the boats off. Todd already looked like Todd stopped out the other
0: day on his way up to Chautauqua, yeah. and uh, he walks into my new pole barn, and he was already telling me where the boats are going to be parked. He's <laughs> 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 like, "Yours can go here." Yeah. Mine will go there. I
2: mean, all all the maintenance needs done on there anyhow. So That's
1: yeah, true. I gotta I get the
0: proper off. length
1: throttle cables for you. That yeah. Oh gosh, there's so much stuff. You're a painter too. You got some touch up paint, Todd.
3: Before mm-hmm.
1: you Sell the lund. Yeah, drop. Leave that off. I got some reels. Oh God, reels. Um, I better be having
0: some like deer snack sticks if I'm gonna be doing all this work. Get, yeah,
1: Todd will get that done. Yeah. <laughs> so he just Todd up.
3: <laughs>
1: I can get you some Slim Jims right now. Yeah.
0: I don't want the ones at the gas station either. <coughs>
1: Hot and ready. Yeah. A Hot and ready. We'll <coughs> cool drop. Drop off a good, like, you know, 20 hours of work and a hot and ready for you.
0: Yeah, so I, I work for 20 hours for a $5 pizza.
1: Yeah, there's a, I mean, you know, just ration off the, sl- I'll get you dipping sticks or something, too. Great, so we're at eight bucks? Yeah.
0: So I'm going to get a mediocre pie and some sugar?
1: Yeah. to <laughs> I mean, keep you going. It's good stuff.
0: Ah, uh, it's good stuff.
1: How about the wear? Uh, uh, unbelievable! Uh, a season puts on all your, on all your gear. It's just crazy.
0: I mean, tell me about it. Mm. I got so much dust collecting on this boat. I know. I'm probably going to take off a third of the gel coat just wiping it off.
3: Ugh.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was trying to get this end covered before the rain came, before it got dark here, because I was like, you know, changing out reels and. Had a little bit of a real issue with a tangle and yeah, changing reels, getting ready to charge batteries, putting stuff away, getting ready for tomorrow. And, yeah. I came in, it was like seven fifteen and I had four people to call that were still talking trips or they're coming next week and wanna know the time to meet and Yeah. It's hectic. It's it's gonna all come to a close.
0: If your boat's wet, expect it to be ice tomorrow.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's
1: going to be stuck to the... Yeah. Here's a good story. I store my boat in like a 14 by 32 Amish shed. Yeah. Yeah. And um, heated it, insulated it, and um, I left my boat uncovered for a drive home from Chautauqua. We got dumped on like the entire... I, I opened up my boat and was looking at it. There I, There's never been that much water in it. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I, I was just, it, it was just, you know, I had to get in and like get to bed. I, I was going, working some shifts in a row. I back the thing in, take it off the, the hitch and, uh, I start to tilt it up. i I was going to, and I was going to get a bucket and I was going to drain the boat, you know, because there's not, I don't have any plumbing in it. You know, it's just a structure. Yeah. Um, I tilt that thing up and the automatic bilge turns on and just starts firing water (laughs) into my insulation. I mean, luckily, I put the plastic coating all over it. Yeah. You know, I was going to take some OSB eventually and finish it off.
3: Oh, gosh. Oh, my
1: gosh. There was so much freaking water. I just started grabbing fans, and t- I was like, there's nothing I can really do right now. Wet insulation is terrible. <laughs> not only
0: does it not insulate,
1: it was but it shooting, never dries. I, it was, I just started hearing. Uh, as I was cranking it up, and it was just like, psst. Oh. I was like, oh, no. And it didn't stop for like a good, like... 30 seconds, I was like... Oh, Were you then, like, trying God. to, like, stop the stream?" <laughs> I just kind of, like, moved all the other, like, equipment or, uh, away from it that was getting drenched.
0: Oh, no. There was a
1: lake in the middle of that. That was not good. It was not good. I got <laughs> fans and stuff blown in there. It was crazy. Pull your plug on those, you know. I never
0: understood why people pull their plugs, but that makes sense now. But yeah. my boat doesn't really get wet
2: yeah I pull it every day I had I had zebra mussels growing in my boat
0: in the boat yeah in in the the splash well yeah yeah
1: get some of those Chautauqua weeds I guess
0: that is one of those like story toppers if someone's like at the bar or whatever and they're like I go fishing so much I got a scum line yeah and then Todd goes up to the bar and goes oh yeah (laughs) <laughs> I have cultures of zebra mussels living in my yeah. splash well. Yeah. were
2: great. I was I was I was cleaning some weeds out of my splash well and I saw something in the corner I was like what, I thought it was like mold growing and I was digging at them and they were attached to the boat and I was you No. Know, they were they were
0: growing they were attached they were multiplying I opened
2: a hatchling in my, in yeah. my splash well they were hatching yeah whatever, yeah. whatever zebra mussels do
1: Unbelievable.
0: I have a th- I have a coral reef growing in yeah. my live well. <laughs> that takes hundreds or thousands of years. They'll so. be growing off that
1: throttle cable. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's a lot of surface area on that cable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. Well. Things are winding down. Hunting's starting up. Hopefully we get some more fishing trips in. We'll end this one here.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, thank you, Baker Bates, Boss Shad. Two incredible trolling baits. Boss Shad has its own little look. It has incredible Hi. action. Zach does an incredible paint job. Everything is, uh, you know, I, I, I would not feel right not having some of those in my trolling arsenal. And, uh you know, please support them, they support us, and uh, we use everything that we, uh, we promote. So, Musky Fat-A-Z-Musky products, FattyZMusky.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, MCFishingGuides.com, Muddy Creek on Facebook, they also share the same Instagram account, Vance runs that. And uh, for Boss Shads and Bakers, as of right now, check out Team Rhino Outdoors for Boss Shads. You can also get them at Muskie Tackle online. And I think Thorn Brothers, too. Thorn Brothers, yeah. So um, thanks for that fine sponsor. Thanks for listening. If you're out there fishing right now, it's cold. Be safe. Good luck. And I'll see you guys next time.